Hey everyone, hey and welcome back to yet another episode of Alpha Metallica. This is your host, Tom Quee here. We are back with yet another episode exploring the back catalogue of this incredible band. Today we are looking at Metal Militia, which is the uh, closing song on Kill Em All. As always, it's with a guest, and if you want to come on the show, MetallicaPod at gmail.com is the best way to do that. Get in touch with me there. Follow me at MetallicaPod if you want to work news. You know, often ask people what they think about songs. We'll read some of those at the end as well. Um, Patreon if you want to support iTunes, all that sort of stuff. But, um... Today's guest joining us from Cleveland, Ralph. How's it going? Oh, great. How you doing? Very, very good, man. And you know, it's been it's been nice recently. You started following the show. We started interacting on Twitter. You know, you you definitely supported us a lot on Patreon as well. And I, I really do appreciate. It. And clearly, you're a you know huge fan of the band. You have Ride the Lightning as your profile pick. So, like, how how did it start for you getting into Metallica? Um, I'd say around eighty-seven, eighty-eight. I heard uh. I believe it was the Four Horsemen on uh, WSOU, which is a college radio station for Seton Hall University in South Orange, New Jersey. Mm. And uh, from there on, I heard more and more songs on that station until uh, I bought uh, Injustice for All when it came out. Uh, and then it just went from there. Was that a big deal? Do you remember, like, in your circles, Injustice coming out? Like, Well, for me, it was for sure. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I had um, I had a couple of friends too that were big into it. Actually, I helped a lot of them get into it. But uh, yeah, it was definitely a big deal. And, and going through it, then Black Album, Load, Say Anger, through Thick and Thin. Uh yeah, absolutely. Even through the loads and the Say Anger stuff and all that it's amazing isn't it it's like i think every fan has this deep love affair with metallica that they probably don't have with a lot of other bands oh yeah definitely i agree with you it's kind of on this different plane to a certain extent it's kind of the drama of the story as well i just love all the guys and you know all ties in into it oh yeah yeah for sure and you know something like kill them all then so we're getting on to today's closing track being metal militia like where do you rank kill them all um I, that, even on that album, I'd say that's kind of like a, a middle of the pack kind of song for me. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's a it's a nice kind of fast thrashy way to end the uh, to end the album. Uh, the lyrics are, you know, um, not as mature as some no. of the other stuff James has written. But uh, for you know being what was he like 19 or something like that they're yeah. they're pretty good there's a lot of the raw components there that i think makes the song successful it opens a bit like the opener hit the lights with kind of a pause of theatrical grandiosity into the main riff which is very fight fire with fire-esque that kind of machine gun rhythm the i don't know about you but when i first heard it and you know i can definitely see it that way it feels quite primitive the riff certainly in comparison to like the justice stuff you mentioned before but it's pretty irresistible the more you listen to it oh yeah it's a very very catchy killer riff yeah yeah just an, an you know an assault really into the the second riff which is very much like you know seek and destroy that sort of diamond head interlude it's something instantly immortal the da na 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 you know it just comes in like this wailing siren and cliff joining in underneath doing his own thing around the song like it, it it's breathless for me this intro i think it's pretty fantastic yeah i think i i know mustaine has a a credit on this sure. song it was what three other songs on here yeah um and i can definitely hear uh his uh 
his influence on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because he kind of goes out and it's like uh, wants to rip your face off right away. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. they, they played this song live, obviously, many, many times. But they did it at the anniversary shows, the 30th anniversary shows in 2011, uh, with Mustaine playing this song, actually. Yep. Yeah, they certainly did. I think it seems like they kind of don't play it as much anymore. It used to be a staple, like, way back in the day. But I haven't heard... I've, I've actually never heard it live, and I think I've seen them about nine times now. So mm. I've heard a lot of other songs, but not this one. Yeah, it seems to have been around. Um, I watched a few live versions of it. It was They were at, like, Amoeba Record Store Day, I think, in 2016, and they did that, but... Um... I think they did it on the Hardwired Tour as well. But you are right, it is a more of a rarity now. And um, James's voice we have to talk about, as yeah. always, with Kill em All. Very odd, very, like, doesn't kind of make sense. Like, it'll start high and go low, or it'll just kind of waver in and out. And with the production on the voice itself, as well as the delivery, it's kind of a double whammy, isn't it? It's quite disorientating. Yeah, it is a little bit. It's, like you said, it kind of goes back and forth between the high screechy kind of thing in the the low guttural type of thing um kind of well still trying to get a feel for for how to sing really yeah definitely how to, how to be a front man how to project how to lead right. i mean it's still charming and effective and it's funny in the live editions and i've seen a lot of the comments mention this as well you know james will stick to the higher interpretations he, he won't kind of hetfieldize it he won't kind of you know bring that later maturity into it he'll be quite faithful to it and that that is part of the appeal he's barking he's he's yapping quite a simple chorus as well just metal militia with the uh, you know open e in between yeah oh yeah very simple. You know, we're a long way away from sort of the, 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 the Bob Rock compositional structures here. It's just barking out the song title, but that's what it needs. And um, it is the closing song on Kill 'Em All. I don't know if it feels like a sort of classic closing song to me. It just kind of ends on a, you know, relentless aggression note. Yeah. You know what? For a long time, uh, the copy that I had, it wasn't actually the closer. Yeah. Uh because I think Electra took "Am I Evil" and okay. uh, yeah, yeah. and threw them on at the end uh, when they put the album out. Uh, so when I purchased the the remastered version, you know, it's just those ten songs and that's it. So for geez, for decades, that wasn't really the closer for me. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I mean, in today's streaming world as well, that's kind of slightly irrelevant, I appreciate. But um, it's just interesting themselves um, that they staged it there. And, you know, as you mentioned before, it is kind of a middle-of-the-pack song, I would say. That's quite fair on Kill 'Em All. Um, I personally actually really love Kill 'Em All. It's definitely been a revelation for me doing this podcast, just how much I've grown to adore this style of music, this, you know, moment in history, but also just this playing from the guys. And I think stuff like Jump in the Fire that we covered before on the show, Anesthesia, um, you know, Hit the Lights, Four Horsemen, like, you know, anything we haven't covered as well, I have really enjoyed. But yeah, back into Metal Militia, we have uh, Kirk here with the solo. And like the bass, which we'll get to, the, the song pulls away, Ralph, and we get sort of a little lead from Kirk and then into the solo itself. Yeah, I, I I've heard this solo on the the No Life Tell Leather version, mm. which is a Dave Mustaine solo. Yeah, 
And I'd say Kirk's version, he kind of started in a similar way and then took it somewhere else, which mm -hmm. was seemed like somewhere better to me. It seems like a much better solo than the No Life Tell Other version. Yeah, I, I, I agree, actually. I don't think Mustaine was much of a lead player. Like, I mean, technically he was great, but... Yeah, he's a, he's a great technical player, but I don't know about um, his leads. They're kind of, I don't know, they're kind of uh, sloppy, maybe yeah. all over the place. Yeah, I know what you mean. They're kind of jerky. They're kind of spasmodic. Yeah. They're sort of kind, yeah. of kind of the way he was then. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think they're his leads are a fair representation of his personality. Yeah, but but, but yeah, I think he knew how to, he knows how to start a solo absolutely, and he does create those riffs as you say before uh, in this song and like you know Phantom Lord and stuff like that. Real jackhammers. Right. Yeah, Kirk's lead. It has that sort of break there into a. You know, it's a fine sort of solo from him. It's really of the time. Again, he was very young. Like we were saying, James is very young vocally. Um, I think it does what it needs to do. It, this sort of genre of music was still approaching that, you know, ardent virtuosity that he and uh, all the fellow peers would accommodate. One of the things I really like as well about this song is as well as Kirk's pullout, as I say, is the bass pull-out. Reminds me a little bit of No One Knows by uh, Queens of the Stone Age, but I, I I love that we just get a bit of cliff down below. Yeah. You know what? Um, especially on the remastered version, it seems like they they pulled the bass and like the bass drum like way up in the mix. Um, where like it was lower before. Mm. And you don't really uh, to me, on this album, you hear Cliff's bass more than either Ride or Master of Puppets, honestly. I mean, I kind of yeah. like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, completely agree from listening to it. And there are times, like, when the main riff is played that, you know, there's a really awesome playing by Cliff that isn't just the root notes. He's sort of bubbling underneath and just, I don't know, he's just quite frantic there. And he just really helps to etch out the song even more so. The drop, going back to him, initiates the kind of next movement of the song as well. And, and yeah, you cannot hear him as well um, on the second or third album. Certainly not. It does almost give it this almost trio feel where the bass is kind of, you know, a proper instrument, really taking notice of that. What do you think about Cliff overall? in this song oh and this i think mm. is great i think he's great like all over this album yeah. i mean he's great period but he was i mean his, his stuff really comes out it's really noticeable more on kill em all than any other album really yeah obviously on later albums you have the songwriting print as well um you know mm. ryan most notably but but yeah no I think from day dot like they all were really they all were um gifted instrumentalists and James vocally maybe need a little bit of work sounding quite aggrieved at times quite strained and and we as listeners have to sort of strain to hear him as well the chorus repeats as we lead our way out of this song which you know is five minutes ten one of the longer songs uh on kill em all not up there with the six and seven minutes obviously but but still one of the longest attempt for song closing the album and then we have uh the the, the sound effects how, how do you interpret the marching uh Almost like the band uh, marching off to war to conquer the world or something mm. like that. It's an interesting thing. You know, it's a thing we get in a few Metallica songs, the sound effect, where we do have this sort of uh, military march going forward. Um, it's not clear if 
you know, this is marking the end of the album race, say they're marching away, or, you know, the kill them all uh, hypothesis is being achieved, I'm not sure, but 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 still pretty evocative, and it does create an ending as uh, Hit the Lights, it's kind of live intro created a start, and uh, yeah, yeah, I don't mind it, I don't mind it, but um, any any anything else to say on Metal Militia, Ralph? Uh, no, I don't think so, other than... Um... And the version that I used to have, uh, they used to have Am I Evil right after that. Yeah. So the the marching off to war thing and mm. then the kind of martial drums at the beginning of Am I Evil kind of made sense together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. That I mean, that sort of sequencing, you can't really... Obviously, well, that was on a printed release, but like... The power of it, I've, I don't think, can be uh, underestimated. It's been played 86 times, Metal Militia. It was first played on March 27th, 1982. That was in West Hollywood, Cali. Mo- uh, most recently performed April 16th, 2016 in Berkeley, California. So, yeah, it's been played a fair few times. But as you say, most often recently, uh, most often early, I should say, uh, on Cliff and Wall as well, as well as a few mm-hmm. other releases. But I wouldn't say it is one of the songs that i really really do rate off kill em all ultimately i think it is a kind of middling track um in some ways it's just not as catchy or as memorable i suppose for some people but but still i think it's a incredible showcase of the band and i still really really do enjoy it as a song as i do enjoy um a lot of kill em all and let us know down below what you think of metal militia um at metallica pod uh get in touch with metallica pod at gmail.com as well let us know in the comments but we will we'll close with a few quick fire questions ralph we'll start with your favorite song of metallica altogether um i think it's master of puppets mm. Sometimes I vacillate between that and one. Yeah, I mean two, yeah, two stone cold classics there. Like. Yeah, for sure. And your favorite member of the band? Uh, James by like a thousand miles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to uh, almost, he to me he was almost uh, especially back when I was in like middle high school. Like he seemed like a god. Yeah, you know what I mean. He, yeah, he's he's on a different phase now. Definitely, he's definitely pop ahead now. He's kind of left that that god phase. But yeah, it kind of has to be James, doesn't it? Really, I mean, he's, yeah. He, I mean, he is he is still a god. What what about favorite album? Uh, favorite album. You know what? That it's a it's a tie between Ma- uh, Master of Puppets and probably Injustice for All. Wow. I could go back and forth depending on my mood. Um. Like I said, And Justice for All was the, the first album that uh, started me off, but Ma- Master of Puppets is awesome. Yeah. I mean, where do you stand on St. Anger? Um, I actually like it, <laughs> despite some of its flaws and all that. Right. Um, it's, uh, it's aggressive, and it started getting them into a more thrashier, heavier phase again. And it was something that they had to go through to get where to where they are now. Do Do you like any of the music on it? I like what songs I, do you like? Yeah, I actually do. Uh, I like uh, Frantic. I like uh, Saint Anger. I like All Within My Hands. Yeah. Uh, Sweet Amber might mm. be my favorite song off that. Actually. And uh, Load and Reload. Are you you fans? Um, I do like those. Um, 
they probably should have been one album. If they would have been one album, it would have been probably uh, almost as good as the Black Album. Okay. Uh, they might have gotten a little uh, too carried away with the amount of songs that they put out <laughs> and the experimentation that they did. Like, people weren't quite ready for all that. Yeah, I mean, they were restless in that period, to be fair. Load, reload, you know, into Garage Inc., into S&M. Just they, it, it was kind of wild with pulling out cunning stunts as well. It was, a, you know, a mad period for them. What, what about if you were to do a podcast like Alpha Metallica on a band? What's a band you could do it on? Gee, what would I try mm. doing it on? Maybe Pantera or something mm. like that. Okay. I do like Pantera quite a bit. Yeah, I'm slow. I, I, I really do like Pantera. I just need to listen to more of them. But um, the great Southern Trend Kill the closing solo to that song is is fucking incredible yeah it's a great album too mm, mm, yeah i've um listened to them quite a bit actually but um yeah pantera i think someone else has said pantera as well that would, that would definitely be a good podcast uh, any way to contact you anything to promote or anything like that well i don't have anything to promote really mm. i'm just a regular dude you know uh i'm on twitter at uh at r savetto mm-hmm. uh other than that that's it I'm just a regular dude. No, thank you again, man. Well, um, please follow us at MetallicaPod. Get in touch with me, MetallicaPod at gmail.com. Uh, Patreon is there if you want to support iTunes as well. Definitely appreciate that. Um, we'll be back in a, in next week and the week beyond that. We've got lots of cool episodes coming up, including Mistress Dread, Minus Human, and The More I See in the next three weeks. But yeah, this has been Tom, Alf Metallica. Ralph, thank you again, sir. All right, thank you too.